0: Part 4 of A Selection from Strange Stories from a Chinese Studio, Volume 1 This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org A Selection from Strange Stories from a Chinese Studio by Poole Songling Translated by Herbert Allen Giles, Volume 1, Part 4 Planting a Pear Tree Read by Ashwin Jan. A countryman was one day selling his pears in the market. They were unusually sweet and fine flavored, and the price he asked was high. A Taoist priest in rafts and tatters stopped at the barrow and begged one of them. The countryman told him to go away, but as he did not do so, began to curse and swear at him the priest said you have several hundred peers on your barrow i ask for a single one the loss of which sir you do not feel why then get angry the lookers-on told the countryman to give him an inferior one and let him go but this he obstinately refused to do thereupon the beadle of the place finding the commotion too great, purchased a peer and handed it to the priest. The latter received it with a bow and turning to the crowd said, We who have left our homes and given up all that is dear to us are at a loss to understand selfish neglect conduct in others. Now I have some exquisite pears, which I shall do myself the honor to put before you here somebody asked since you have the pears yourself why don't you eat those because replied the priest i wanted one of those pips to grow them from so saying he munched up the pear and when he had finished took a pip in his hand and strapped a pig from his back and proceeded to make a hole in the ground several inches deep wherein. He deposited the pip, filling in the earth as before. He then asked the bystanders for a little hot water to water it with, and one among them who loved a joke fetched him with some boiling water from a neighboring shop. The priest poured this over the place where he had made the hole, and every eye was fixed upon him when sprouts were seen shooting up And gradually growing larger and larger. By and by there was a tree with branches sparsely covered with leaves, then flowers, and last of all, fine, large, sweet smelling pears hanging in great profusion. These the priest picked and handed round to the assembled crowd until all were gone, when he took his pick and hacked away for a long time at the tree finally cutting it down. This he shouldered, leaves and all, and sauntered quietly away. Now, from the very beginning, our friend, the countryman, had been amongst the crowd, straining his neck to see what was going on, and forgetting all about his business. At the departure of the priest, he turned round and discovered that every one of his pears was gone. He then knew that those the old fellow had been giving away so freely were really his own pears. Looking more closely at the barrow, he also found that one of the handles was missing, evidently having been newly cut off. Boiling with rage, he set out in pursuit of the priest, and just as he turned the corner, he saw the lost barrow handle lying under the wall being in fact the very pear tree the priest had cut down but there were no traces of the priest much to the amusement of the crowd in the market place footnotes one taoist that is of the religion of tao a system of philosophy founded some six centuries before the christian era by a man named lao tzu old boy who was said to have been born with white hair and a beard it is now but a shadow of its former self it is now but a shadow of its former self and is corrupted by the grossest forms of superstition borrowed from buddhism which has in its turn adopted Many of the forms and beliefs of Taoism, so that the two religions are hardly distinguishable one from the other. What seemed to me the most singular circumstance connected with the matter was the presence of half a dozen Taoist priests, who joined in all the ceremonies, doing everything that the Buddhist priests did, and presenting very odd appearance with their top knots and cues among their closely shaving buddhist brethren it seems strange that the worship of Muni, by celibate buddhist priests with shaved heads into which holes were duly burned at their initiation should be participated in by married taoist priests whose heads are not wholly shaven and have never been burned Unquote. The initiation of Buddhist priests at Kushan, by S. L. B. Taoist priests are credited with the knowledge of alchemy, and the black art in general. Footnote two. We who have left our homes and given up all that is dear to us, as celibate priesthood belongs properly to Buddhism and is not a doctrine of the Taoist Church End of Planting a Pear Tree read by Ashwin Jan.